0: There he Ooh. is. How's, how's it going, Mr. Dave? Well, you're at work. I'm very excited to be here. I'm excited to leave, which will happen tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Eh? That is home day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Home day. Yes. Fist pump. Yep, yep. Fifth pump. Let's just get going and back home. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So She's friggin- this is my little podcast uh shut up windsor and jim is joining us now from the same camp but now with covid i can't actually have anybody beside me while i'm doing this so calling jim and i'm glad yes yes and it's freaking cold out eh jim Friggin' cold yes what was it today it was like minus 31 when we got in or something like that yeah 31 degrees in the negative that it was in the negative what what would that be in celsius i wonder that'd be like 400 400 yeah 400 yeah for the american my american public because i'm sure there's tons and tons of americans and people from all over the world that is yes listening to this podcast most likely Yeah. yeah i like to say that i have a lot of fans um before so I have twenty-two people who subscribe, so that, I mean the numbers are piling up. Yeah, the, the devoted, mm-hmm. devoted twenty-two. <laughs> the devoted twenty-two. Well, it goes down to like eighteen, and then it goes back to twenty-four, and then it goes back. Like people probably unsubscribe and subscribe. Listen to one and go, oh my god, that guy's awful, and unsubscribe. <laughs> so yeah. All right, Jim. This is how things go. I'm going to ask you where you were born. I was born in Prince George, British Columbia. Like a lot of people in this area, like if you live in a small town, like you live in a, eh? this yep. is where we're born. Well, I was born in Manitoba, but a few Prince Georges over, anyways, right? Yeah, a few. <laughs> yeah, definitely a few. And you? Did you grow up in uh, in, in Fraser Lake your whole life, or did you? Um... So I that's moved to Prince George uh, to go to college, to attend, college, uh, CNC, which I had scholarships for. Whoa. Oh. Um, I won them to BC Hockey for my refereeing. Oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And we'll get uh, into that later. We'll get into your refereeing career a little later in the podcast. Yes, yes, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. No, we're going to get into these things. This is, we're going to dig deep into Jim Story's life. Oh, okay. There's lots. Yes. Of... Yeah. There, I uh, graduated in 2000 and moved to Prince George to go to CNC and do my um, human <coughs> kinetics uh, degree. And then, uh, as most people do, most people go into, yeah. yeah human so, kinetics. Yeah. 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 That was what I was going to go into till I decided not to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a joke. These are all jokes here. This is a comedy podcast. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you go into yeah, yeah, kinetics because that's all the yeah kinetics. Kin- right? kin- kin- I can't even say it. Can't even. Kinesiology. Yeah, the study of the human body. Yeah. But you yeah. Uh, you grew up in in Fraser Lake, BC, big town, big, big town, huge. Yeah, huge. Playing road hockey, obviously outside. You know, living the Canadian dream. Yep. Yep, road hockey. Did your dad fishing, build you a fishing. rink in the backyard too? Or no, we have a lake that we oh, go to. Right? Sweet. Literally uh Literally, uh, uh you know, a stone from the house. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, yeah, and hunting and fishing and all those wonderful things you get to Yes, and you're an avid hunting. hunter, eh? I am. Yes. Mm-hmm. I- this is what you got from your dad, obviously your dad was and his dad was probably right. Yep, yeah, dad and uncles and grandpa, mm-hmm. all that yeah. yeah. Huh? It's how it usually gets passed down. When I was a duck hunter. We didn't, we didn't shoot big game at all. Ducks and chickens, oh, and, yeah. e- and geese. Manitoba, yep. I don't know. There wasn't. There was deer. There wasn't a lot of moose or anything like that. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, no. I know that you're a hunter, and you uh, and you get out there and you get. Did you get any draws this year? Or this past year. This year, uh, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. got a bison draw, which <laughs> is like a one in bazillion chance to get. Um, and we got a turkey draw down oh. in uh, oh. Crest. Never heard of this and one. We got a, yeah, and a, a moose draw in 712 in the backyard in Fraser Lake. So. Oh, you got to like it when it's that close. Yeah. Yeah, I literally you, shot a moose you? with my son, who my youngest son, who's eight years old. His name is Ryland. Mm-hmm. We went out for a drive in the morning and uh two-point bull walking down the middle of the road. So, Just shot it. Shot it right, right between, yeah. It was just an enjoying it today and walking around and thinking, Hey, someone's gonna shoot me today. And Probably. Jim Story comes along, yeah, yeah. It was my fun, uh, son's first move, so he got nice to the whole plug in the ears and got into the everything. And yeah, he was he enjoyed it. Well, that's good, yeah, that's good. Uh, I like to get my meat at the co op, I like to go down there, stand in line, <laughs> sometimes cheaper, sometimes yeah. not. Like, like you said, you just drove down there and you found it. It's, it doesn't always happen like that, eh? Uh, It did the year before as well, actually. Oh, it did? Oh, you're getting lucky. You got a horseshoe up there, eh? Horseshoe, yeah. We had a big bull draw again last year. Yeah. And uh, same thing. You know, a guy shot the moose that I was chasing after, and I was pissed off and decided to try uh, a new area and was driving down the road and big bull right in the middle of the road. So, frick, got to like that. And it's easier to get. Oh yeah. Yeah, you literally just drive up and throw it in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and drive off real quick. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No one saw this. No one saw this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um did you get your turkey? No, we didn't end up going because uh, you know, COVID and Yeah, travel. I guess so, eh? But that have been that'd been kinda cool. Yeah, it was in the, uh, December. So December 1st of the Oh, yeah, it have been a little 30th cold. So, I mean, that's a long way to go from where we are down to Creston to the Shooter Bird. When I was a kid in the 80s, we used to watch a show on PBS, me and my dad, and it was a um, turkey hunting. Uh, I don't think it was all always about turkey, but it seemed like in the fall, that's when they would go turkey, this PBS hunting show yeah real hillbilly hunting show and man they would get into the idea of getting these turkeys now they would get very excited about this turkey hunt so i know my brother's been on one uh i don't know if he even got any but he got close but they actually get spooked pretty easy yeah yeah these guys get dressed up with like full full yeah full all eyelids is all you see socks the whole night oh yeah yeah. Mhm. Yeah. No, I heard. That's what my brother said. That you like gear up. Yeah. Yeah. And you and you want to be as quiet as you can because they will fly off. Fly off, I guess. But get yeah. off. Take off on you. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're a weird uh, weird bird considering how small the braid is. How about <laughs> your bison? Did you get that? Uh, we went up there to Pink Mountain, which is like yeah the place Northsburg. where you go. Yeah yeah and uh it was an adventure um we saw some but we mm-hmm. were uh, not allowed to hunt on that area oh so we drove around on side by side some quads and we had an enjoyable time. but yeah uh, what's well, no. the main thing you had fun yeah. right yeah took my wife and my dad and uh made it kind of a family hunt so well our fun our friend glenn he got one what two years ago and he was telling me it was quite an adventure too. Like they had to pay to get on the land. $200 yeah. $200 or something expensive like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the only reason the they game. got
0: on that land is because the guy, the, the guy he was hunting with knew that guy or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, uh yeah. Yeah. It's uh, and it was busy. Like there was a lineup of people. Yeah. So it, it's, Glenn was like, I don't know if we're going to get this damn thing, but they ended up shooting one. Yeah. Yeah, people uh, come from all over to, to hunt them, and uh, they leave like incredible uh, game trails. Um, and you'd see, you know, tracks last a long time. Big heavy animal, and uh, yeah, we they're like ghosts. <laughs> really? Hey, you'd think yeah, these things are like seven hundred pounds or yeah. eight hundred pounds. Yeah, like or it could be up to a ton, right? Like they're up to a ton, aren't they? Yep. yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. It could be well over a ton. yeah. And uh, you know, moose—they hang out in swamps. Deer like to, you know, hang out in wooded areas. But these bison—they just eat, and walk. That's eat they and walk. Eat and walk, eat and walk. Sounds just... like something I do. Well, I <laughs> do less walking, a lot of eating, a lot less, a lot less walking. Yes, that's what my wife tells me anyway. So do a little bit more walking, less eating. So, yeah, yeah you, uh, you you grew up uh, hunting and playing hockey and whatnot. And uh, so then you graduate from the big town. Yep, big town. And you're like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like most young people, they're like, I want to get out of my town, and go enjoy some city life. Yeah. See some different uh, yeah. you know, females, possibly. Well, and uh, mm-hmm. meet some new uh, new friends and ha- have some right. adventures, right? Adventures, yes. There's local pubs there that you can enjoy, probably, yeah. right? And yeah. bars. Yep. and Straight being uh, being underage, right? It's easier to get into the bars in a big city than when your mom works at the local liquor store, right? So oh, wow, yeah, no, that was. <laughs> your mom works at the. Does was... she still work at the liquor store? No, no, she right no. now uh, writes paper, like writes for the Fraser Lake uh, Daily Connector. Whoa. She also runs the senior center, so oh wow. The excitement, eh? Yes, yes. She gets all her stories to go right down on the, for the... Uh, you guys it still has a newspaper, or is it just like a leaflet? Uh, it's. It depends on if there's lots of uh, you know, sponsors that, for one mm-hmm. month. But yeah, it's uh, usually a six-page kind of leaflet. Oh, wow, that's what's well, bigger than ours. We got like this, just this thing of just uh, like a leaflet. Yeah. You know, both sides, and that's pretty much it. You know, they do the... Uh, the the, what you may call it, where the, you know, the, oh man, I can't remember. <laughs> the news of was the cold. day and the police. Yeah, the news of the day and then who did, who uh, the crimes. Yeah, yeah. The crimes. Yeah. Which is sometimes long. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to Prince George and did you, did you finish your degree there when you were there? I, like most kids, came out, right. out of school. Um, uh-huh. And was not wanting to do a lot of schoolwork. So. Right. Uh a few enjoy st- the extracurriculars, not the curriculums. Yes. yes, yeah, that is correct. Uh- <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I was put on academic probation and uh, oh, not finish. Yes. Well, I that happened. Back. That happened to a lot of my friends as well uh, back in the day. They went to the University of Manitoba and they got really drunk the first year and they were told not to come back. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't quite thing. that bad, but yeah, it was very <laughs> <Not> quite. <laughs> <laughs> bunch yeah. of idiots in manitoba so uh <laughs> no we're not if anybody in manitoba is listening to this we're not idiots yeah. uh, boy i gotta watch what i say sometimes you know jim like yeah. i gotta hold back yeah gotta hold back yeah hashtag me too right now too that's right so <laughs> did you did you come back and work at the mine in uh fraser lake is that what you did or yes i was going to go or well, my, my degree back to that the degree okay. was going to become a PE teacher like most guys come oh. talks right PE teacher my sister went to UVic and also St. John's she went coast to coast to get her teaching degree and I wasn't about to do that St. John's what like St. John's like New, New- Brunswick, or uh, Newfoundland Newfoundland yeah holy shit yeah yeah coast to coast Yeah, and uh, she was on strike for the first, I don't even know how many years, um, as most school teachers sometimes do. Back east, that happens a lot back east. Yeah, and uh, the mining money that I was making as a summer student was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And the job was ridiculously easy. And my dad worked there, and it was just kind of one of those things where you're just kind of like, yeah, maybe full-time miner. So, yeah, what were you we're, doing when you first started? Were you dri- just driving truck? Yeah. well oh yeah. You, you, as a summer student, you're driving truck. Uh, I worked in tailings. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Looking after the tailings dam. I like that job. Yeah. <laughs> Working on the beach that's a little bit toxic all day long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you just drive around in a truck most of the time and uh, you know, check time. things out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. 90% boredom and 10% pure, you know, physical exertion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, so uh became a minor and still living, uh, or no, we, we missed a, a, a little bit of time there when I was in Prince George refereeing for... Oh, so you started, like, you before you left there, you were you were reffing in Prince George? Yeah. Or, so, yeah. Okay. So after college, I started refereeing uh, the BC Hockey League, and also I was a linesman for the Western Hockey League out of uh, Prince George. So, so you, you just- had to be on the ice with with all the big stars. Yeah. Or some big stars, right? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, you know, started with Hamus, ended with Bufflin um, when he was in Prince George. uh, And then I refereed. I've pretty much been into every barn in BC other than the island teams. So, you know, anywhere from Merritt to uh, Chilliwack, all over the place. So... Traveled around yeah, that was bit. when it was a bit rougher, like there was actual fights. Yeah, yeah, like players actually, you know, hated each other and rivaled Yeah, them. yeah, now it's like they say, hey, buddy, you can get the puck first. No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of, uh, I don't want to hit you, Yeah, let's just be nice hockey. The last WHL game I went to, I, I counted Prince George Cougars hit seven people in the whole game. Seven. Yeah. A rough game probably yeah i've, I've hit seven guys on <laughs> one shift before like you know like seven different people on one shift you know you yeah. just run around hitting people but they don't seem to do that i know but it's a faster game i think now and it's a uh... right right jim oh, no i don't think so i think it's oh yeah oh, okay i mean yeah it's faster but uh i don't know uh, we'll, we're giving up a little bit of our our heart in the games you know, those hard players, you know, those uh, big, burly, let's just fight, you know, Probert or Wendell Clark. Like, yeah. we don't have any of those guys anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We don't have those guys anymore. Now it's all about uh, speed. Yep. And, uh, yeah. And, yeah, even in the NHL, you don't see a, you don't see a ton of big hits. Lately, I have. It seems like I've been watching some games, and there's been some big hits thrown still, but not like it used to be. No. And you know, Jim, you know, like when when I, even in my midget years, we, if we were down, if we like were getting killed, someone had to fight somebody. Yes. Now I see this NHL where no one, you know, if someone fights somebody, even the announcer's like, well, why is he fighting? Because that's what you do when you're down six nothing, you fight. Yeah. If you're not, you know, putting goals in the net, well, then we're going to do the whole make it a gong show that's what you do well maybe not make it a gong show but just try to wake up the team and hopefully like you know I don't know I I just that's just the way I was taught you know like that's that's what we do it's time to yeah I used to be able to uh, tell if I had a good game if I had the other players snot on the the oh that's nice when you hit them so hard that uh, you know you hear that oh yeah yeah football was like that yeah that when you hammer somebody good so yeah, you were you in the WHL? So you just did you just line in Prince George, or did you line anywhere else? Just in the Prince George? I just the way they do the Western Hockey League is there's local guys that are not really looked at as talented is mm-hmm. the way they do it, and they bring guys in like the referees they'll bring in and make a big deal like they're the best and you know. yeah yeah, and it wasn't really like a, a fun environment to be in. No. no, you go in there and sit down and put your equipment on, and they weren't really talking to you, I bet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you were to say something, they would kind of look at you like it's not your turn, kind of thing. So it was uh, not enjoyable. The, the level of hockey, however, was very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Being on the ice with, you know, Sutter, I remember uh, I had a game, uh, Prince George versus Red Deer Rebels, where uh, the Sutter brother that was coaching for Red Deer. <laughs> He just benched his whole team, pretty much, other than six skaters. And mm-hmm. he gave them all wooden sticks and said, when these wooden sticks break, <laughs> you, he did... tra- you trade with another player. And then yeah. all these sticks are broken. Then we will talk about moving on to uh, different style of sticks. So. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, a very difficult coach, I would imagine. So. Well, he did that with the Calgary Flames when he was coaching. Um, the, right is it the same Sutter? Uh, Cuz I know a Sutter did that in Calgary he made the guy. This was the, this w- yeah this was the Sutter brother that uh you know ripped his uh, I don't know that was uh, played fair Um which Sutter brother? Yeah that was played fair that that actually <laughs> yeah. uh, screwed up I, his tie. I, I actually uh ta- I was watching an interview with his uh, his son and he yeah. talking about his tie and he had actually strangled himself a little bit he was having a hard time breathing because he couldn't get this tie off <laughs> yeah so he actually tightened the tie instead of loosening the tie so yeah. yeah it was pretty funny when i watched the replay and they showed the replay but yeah <laughs> but yeah that's uh that's really cool like uh, to watch the speed uh because you're standing right on the ice with them and to see how fast and you got to make sure you're flying too because you got to get the f- out of the way oh yeah yeah, like uh, Dustin Buffin was a, a mean player, like uh, mm-hmm. all the way around. And yeah, he played for the Cougars. He was a you know heavier set individual. Yeah, he actually had a gut. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, he had a slap shot one time. I was on the, the boards, right? He tried to dump it in, and mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, my leg got in the way, and it <laughs> it was probably a canal or slap shot with no padding on, and uh, yeah, bow of colors. And, you know, yeah. the bruising that set in uh, was quite quite unique. Yeah, where you lose the feeling to your foot for a little while, and then he tells you, you know, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> yeah, and he oh. doesn't come over and apologize. He just yeah. tells you to get the fuck out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Meanwhile, yeah Buffalo he... doesn't seem like that nice, gentle fella. No, no, no. No, there was uh, a line brawl one time that he was in with uh, Lucic, and somehow I ended up... Oh, wow coming normally as a referee or linesman you come in from the side so they know you're coming in right and somehow yeah. I ended up coming from behind you know skated across the ice coming from behind and he was on the ground and he stood up and I was still holding on to him and I said you know Dustin can you please put me back down on the ice <laughs> yeah please <laughs> he was just yeah mad and well wow, Luchich had... is a big dude too eh yeah yeah, but Bufflin yeah. at that time still probably had 60 pounds on him yeah Really, eh? Oh yeah, yeah. I was, I would, yeah. He's, yeah. He was a, he was a bigger guy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. So you did that for a couple of years, and then and then you moved back. Is that what happened, or, or yeah. you were already back, kind of thing, and you still no, kind I, of just I, drove to re- Prince George. Refereed, uh lived at you know a few different areas in Prince George, and yeah. then uh, met my wife in Prince George. Uh, you know. Small town guy, right? You're gonna bonk the girl in the head that you meet and bring her yeah. back to your hometown. So, we uh, we moved back, and then I, I worked up with the mine. So, this gonna... is the current mayor of uh, Fraser Lake. Your wife, right? That is correct. Yes. Yeah, the current mayor, and so you're like the first lady of uh, the first lady first yes. uh, first uh, first husband, I guess you would be called. <laughs> yes. 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 First... That's right. Uh, I always go by first lady, though. <laughs> Yeah, first lady. I know I did a cartoon for you there. That was that one. I didn't it's think you'd on actually. The I thought you'd throw that away, but you kept no, it. Right? No, no, it's 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 on the fridge. Yeah, everyone who comes over the house gets to see yeah. it. That's pretty good. That was pretty yeah. good. The guys, yeah, it was good. It was pretty good good. good. good humor on that one. Does she? Does good. she like, like? Does she like, like doing like, the job? It is a. It is such a different style of work, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, guys like yourself and I, we work 12 hour days, you know, wake up a little early, go to bed a little bit late. Mm-hmm. And then um, when we get back from our work shift, it's over. Yeah. So, as a mayor, that phone can ring at three o'clock in the morning, you know, there's a wildfire or, you know. Oh, yeah. And thing. there was. Yeah. There was. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, it took a while for myself to get used to uh, that phone just kind of being, you know, part of the relationship, but uh, it's it's silently kind of rewarding, right? You get the same with coaching. I'm a coach. Um, You get those, you know, kids can be complete, uh, you know, disrespectful people until... (laughs) <laughs> until that one kid finally gets a, you know, a drill and then looks at you with a big smile, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that, that. so the, those little rewarding <laughs> moments, yeah. Yeah, because you have two sons, right? How old are they? Eight and they what? Are ten, 10 and nine. Oh, 10 and yeah. nine, yeah. 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 Nice. They want, to, they want to go to the NHL, but. Uh, Obviously. Yeah, yeah, most mm-hmm. small town kids want to go to the NHL, but they don't understand that, you know, the, the work that they need to put in. So being the best player on a small town team, they think yeah. that you know, they're the greatest, but there's, you know, 50,000 other kids that age that are around the world that are probably better. So The 10-year-old's in Adams, right? That's Adams, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was one. the year I remember, uh, I remember when I was a kid in Adams. Uh, we had a practice on Saturday night and that was the time that looney tunes i'm a little older than you jim We used to have looney tunes on saturday night we didn't have a lot i had three channels growing up one was french yeah so on saturday nights they'd have cartoons and they'd have looney tunes and i remember every time my dad would try to take me to practice on saturday nights i'd be like dad i don't want to go looney tunes is on yeah so finally he's like you know what looney tunes are hockey i said looney Tunes. (laughs) The only year I didn't play hockey, my first year at uh, Yeah, I didn't play hockey. And I I hated it because I got to school, I remember, and there was no practice, of this. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm missing all this fun stuff. And even at like road hockey, he's like, why aren't you playing Wednesday? I said, well, because there's Looney Tunes on Saturdays. So then, yeah, he wouldn't let me join, rejoin, though. He was really stern on that. He'd be like, no, you've you've quit this year. You're not going back. We're not doing this yeah so yeah we struggle so that so much nowadays with the society we live in right with so my son's team um, and also being in a small town uh, 13 kids since when they first started mites have either moved or yeah. don't play anymore. So it's, you know, you, you start out in mites where everyone wants to play. And then as you get into more competitive hockey and priorities kind of change, oh, yeah. uh, it becomes frustrating for sure. It's either um, last year Bantam or first year Midget, yep. where you start to lose kids like big time. They start to fall off because of, you know, jobs, girlfriends. That, that was when we were playing hockey. It's gotten even younger now. Really, eh? Yeah, like we we haven't had a decent bantom midget team oh my goodness, for probably four or five years. Yeah, since so probably Glenn's boy played, right? Like they had a pretty good yeah. team then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was a so, Glenn says yeah. he was a pretty good hockey player. Yeah, he was. He was a very mm-hmm. good hockey player. Yeah. He probably could have went and played junior B. Oh, so. could have what? Sorry, the, the damn phone keeps cutting out. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, junior B, junior B, right? Like yeah. most of the good, most of the good players from small towns, they end up junior B. Some junior A, and then the odd, you know, one um, makes the NHL. So, well, ju- yeah, junior B is kind of that where you, if you really, 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 really like hockey and want to play, you go to junior B because yeah. Um, you got to really want to do it just yeah. for the fun of it. You know, yeah. you're not probably going anywhere if you go to junior B, you really, unless you like show off like something special or. Yeah. But if you're going to junior B, it's more of a, you know, hey, I really want to play competitive hockey. Mm-hmm. I played six whole games of junior B, Jim. Six. Six. And then the junior A team cut a bunch of guys. So then I was cut. Oh. Because some good players came down and. Yeah, Yeah. I was cut. So, yeah, that's all right. It was fun. The six whole games I played, they filled the arena like back then, they filled that little barn, that little barn in the middle of the prairies. Yeah. Filled it every game. So it was cool to just be in that, you know, just in the action. And they were like, they're like right on us. So it was uh, was very cool. Yes. The fans, the fans are uh, a, a huge part of the game. Yeah, especially in those small towns, eh? You know, yeah. where there's nothing else. Well, and back then there was no internet. No one had cell phones. This exactly. was like Yeah, this was uh nineteen eighty nine. So uh maybe eighty eight actually. Eighty eight. So like yeah, we have you know, and again, three three channels on the TV set. So everyone came to the game. It was an event. Yeah. It was an event. Everyone came on a Saturday night to watch Junior B hockey. Yeah. So it was uh it was cool to actually be part of it for six games, uh, one road trip. Yeah, yeah. That I got extremely drunk one night <laughs> on the ride home. Yeah. Well, it you, played, you, you cool. played quite a bit of senior, right? Well, so I played some senior in Manitoba, and then I played some moose in uh, in in uh, Mackenzie. Yeah. But I didn't play a ton of senior hockey. I was having kids and working, and I yeah. played a lot of a lot of senior, like a lot of. Gentlemen's league hockey, yeah. Because we we went a few years without having a moose team, like probably another. We had a moose team and then it folded, and that was probably six years till we started it again. And then I played three years, yeah, on and off. You know when I could. Um, yeah. And yeah, you get hurt when you get older and you have kids. It's a, uh, but that was a lot of fun. Those those trips were awesome. Senior hockey is uh, an absolute amazing um hockey game in all reality it, it I, is well yeah i always liked it because the guys after whether they fought or you know had a a blowout game or a close game you'd go to the local legion in mm-hmm. small towns Yeah, and you'd have a few beer with your enemy and uh a bowl of chili right yeah yeah i mean senior hockey there's not too many things like that out there in the world right so it was it was cool to be part of i started when i was 16 actually I mm-hmm. refereed uh senior started when i was 16 and uh I, there was a lot of really good you know junior a western hockey league uh, uh people that have you know had the, the opportunity to officiate it I always loved seeing her. Well, you always get a beer after you get two, right? So, <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. At first, you walk in the in the dressing room, someone's throwing you a Budweiser before you even know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you had to be ready as you walked in. they were already chucking beer at you, so you got to got to catch it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're drinking like that was our rule. If, even if it landed on the ground, you're picking it up and drinking it. Drinking it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you missed it, it's your. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the next one you'd walk up and get it yourself. Uh, don't worry, I'm not gonna get you to throw it at me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, those were the those were good days. And and you know, the good thing about senior hockey too is you usually knew like a lot of people on the team. You usually had a couple of imports, you yeah. know, a couple yeah. guys from out of town. We yeah. picked up a goalie from your town. I think we talked about this. I can't remember his name, um, but he was crazy. But he's a goalie too, so it was either Vandelier, possibly not him. Uh, not Vandalier. Magnus. Chubby Chubby Magnus. That was his yeah. name. Yeah. yeah, Kyle that, Magnus? Yeah, Kyle. Right? Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Kyle. Yeah, he was actually born and raised in the fort. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, he, I played against him when I was uh, in minor hockey. Yeah. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. Yeah, he was kind of crazy, but he was fun to have on the road trips. He could drink yeah. with us pretty yeah. good. And if you could keep up, that was the main thing. Yeah. 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 So yeah we did that we did this um so then you came here when did you come to this mine how long you been here now four years or something five five years yeah five years yeah i was at indaco for nine years right uh then we had the you know they got caught with the hand in the cookie jar building mount milligan and doing a mill expansion yeah the company went bankrupt right so uh i ended up coming over here uh, and have been here for five years. Yes. I'm sure you were happy at the time, too, to get up here because it's close to home. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, in Daco, Good money. Absolutely so amazing. Yeah. I heard that. We had, uh, you know, a, a lunchroom, right? Mm-hmm. So you were allowed to go, everyone shovel, drill, didn't matter. Your mm-hmm. lunch, you could go to the lunchroom, sit down, and bullshit with your crew so our crew unity was huge and morale yeah. was quite large mm-hmm. and uh you know being 15 minutes from my house it was uh you know really really good work environment and it was it was sad when they shut down so the wife uh she was a counselor at the time on the, on the town council and right yeah so uh she dealt with that and then the mill in Fraser Lake, the West Fraser, they went. Uh, they laid a bunch of people off as well around that time. So, Is everyone, they, are they still running? Yeah, they just did a huge upgrade, and uh, they laid off. I think one crew. Like, well, that's what happens shipped. when they do that. Eh? They they when they upgrade, it's it's always sounds great. Oh, they're upgrading something. are yeah. good. Well, you know, you'll now lose fifteen to twenty guys because yeah. they don't need those guys to do those small jobs that they they needed. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Now they have computers to do all that. Yeah. That's right. Like uh, when I first came to McKenzie, we, I was on a job that took 15 guys. Yeah. To, to do that job. And now they can do it with two. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, the world is, is cr- crazy. Yeah. You just wonder where the jobs are going to go. You know, I think I've talked about this on this podcast before. You just wonder where, where like we're, 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 we're growing so fast in the computer age that, They're talking about making robots that can do everything for us, but then where do where do people work? Yeah, yeah. When you have, uh, it's a I don't know if it's a scientific fact, but it is well documented that idle hands create war. So, you know, a lot of men not working, you know, or women not working is going to probably lead to bad things. So, yeah, like I'm not going to be here for that. Hopefully, I'll probably be dead, but. You know all that stuff. When it starts to really catch up, it's not going to be good. Like for my my kids and my grandkids, I just hope that yeah. there's jobs for them. You know. Yeah, I mean the, the autonomous uh, mining, which is you know prevalent in Alberta and you know even CAT uh, has uh, been doing tests on our drills up here, and uh, they figure that they can be. You know, oh no running drills by uh, sitting in a control room so oh, i know I, I i could see this all coming and i know that they talk about well we're not going to be doing that with trucks but i i don't 100 percent believe that probably 100 percent. yeah probably not in the lifetime of this mine because it's uh-huh. you know, it's a fairly short uh lifespan of uh of war that we have here yeah um uh, we, we're looking at maybe i don't know maybe 2030 right so. Mm-hmm. But I know that, yeah, like in, in Alberta, they're already doing it. They have truck driverless truck, or uh, you know, uh, driverless or driverless yeah. trucks driving around. Yeah, uh, I, I, I just can't see why they can't do that here. And then they'll figure it out. And it's just, I know it. Like everything else, it changes, and it's quick. And everything seems to be quicker than it was ten years ago or twenty years ago. It's like It'll the, get quicker in the next few years. Eh? It's like the DSS system we have, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, They hide. They don't hide it behind safety, but it's safety orientated, right? That's what they say. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't uh, say that either because you (laughs) know I don't. uh, You know I like my job. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We love working up here. Yeah. We. We, I love working here. This is the greatest job. No, I love this job. I really do, and I. uh, I'm glad I have it. Uh, I don't have any education, Jim. As you know, I'm. I'm not that bright. (laughs) You are. Uh, You are talented, Dave. Tal, yeah, in, in, in many ways. Yes. Uh, many ways. Did you see my resume that I put in? Did I did you, not did. you read that? Oh my that. goodness! You should have read. I don't know if you were there when I was writing it out, but it was no. pretty hilarious. <laughs> Ask Kent for it tomorrow. He'll show it to you. I will. Yeah, I did it like almost in crayon, and you know, like <laughs> small letter words, and yeah, no, it was, it's funny because this manager job, well, because yeah. Chuck got moved up, so. I obviously think that I should go from greater to that. Yeah. Go from yeah. making 100,000 to, you know, I don't know, what uh, the 400,000 probably. Four obviously, I game. I I deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. I deserve it cuz I am a, uh, you know, <laughs> you're hard very yeah. hard, yeah, hard worker yeah. barely get any deals, barely. <laughs> you're going to get a break one of these days. One of these days I'll get a break, yeah. yeah. It'd be like get the fuck off site um jim i also so, yeah, want to talk about your uh your your uh your work in saving lives uh last march we had a guy at work who had a i don't know is it a massive heart attack do you think or do you think it was a mild heart attack i will take you through uh you hey, tell me what yeah, happened yeah so It was uh, during our COVID last day. Yes, it was. It was our last day there. We were going to be off for, what, two months? Yeah, two months, yeah. So our last day, our shifter said, guys, we don't want anyone hurt. That was kind of our uh, tailgate. (laughs) This is kind of just a work slow. We're just going to ease out of here. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Off we go to work. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like 10 o'clock. I was doing... I'll put up a sign with Gerald or something So I had, had a pickup And mm-hmm. uh, uh, Farmer called for the shifters Shifter went down there And uh, the shifter Dan Peters was uh, That was his name mm-hmm. And uh, he came up to where we were what? And he mm-hmm. yelled out the window Jim get on my ass We gotta go to the first aid shack So I'm like okay something's Pretty serious right
1: yeah, can so I stop
0: I, you for a second? They yeah. called the the, uh, the ambulance attendant, or not the attendant? What do they call the guy on medic. site? Medic. The medic. They called him, what, four, five, six times? He never did answer. No, no, that's that's that was scary. When I'm like, this guy's not answering, and they keep calling for him. Well, let me. So tell you. yeah, I just wanted to say that part that they they did not get the medic on the phone but okay now go ahead you got in the truck are you following I'm I'm following Dan and uh, the shovel operator whose name is Harold Harold yes Farmer we call him we call him Farmer very Um, comical character yeah strong man so uh, I'm following behind Uh, Dan stops you know at the medic shack the the first aid building and I get out and Farmer's carrying his you know work bag above his head and you know, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I feel lightheaded. So, I obviously, I take the, the work bag and kind of help mm-hmm. him in, into the room yeah. and uh, begin to take his pulse. And he's, you know, f- fairly, you know, white and complaining of chest pain. Mm-hmm. And as I'm taking his pulse, he says, oh, I feel like I'm going to pass out. Uh, his heartbeat, his radio heartbeat stopped and right. he went seizure and collapsed on the ground. So we oh. Helped, oh, so he wasn't up. on the bed yet. He had fallen on the ground. No, he didn't fall on the ground. I sat in a chair, and uh, Dan and myself, we assisted him to the ground when he started to seize, which most heart attack uh, Uh. people do. So, at that time, there was still no medic in the room, and, you know, I told Dan that we need a medic. Like, now, Mm. that's when the, where's the medic? I need a medic. Calls, because, you know, Dan was basically running around trying to, you know, it's a heightened, uh, scenario and right. trying to get help. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, I just remembered, you know, heart attack, get the AED on with the, the, you know, paddles. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the I, It was almost within our reach. So he collapsed on the ground. I, you know, got up, I picked it up, shirt up, AED pads on, uh, and then began my chest compressions. You know, um, you count them out, and <laughs> when the uh, machine kicks on, it, it'll tell you if, you know, shock advised or not shock advised, right? So,
1: oh, like, okay, so they do but, tell you that when
0: you when you do that, eh? Yeah, like you can't shock a dead person, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the heart has to be in that AFib where it just kind of flutters. It doesn't actually do anything. So blood it's just kind of like a you know a mini seizure so uh it says shock advised and i was like <laughs> we, yeah we go through all this training all the time and you know to actually shock someone right so it's like i'm clear you're clear everyone's clear you know you make sure you're, you're not <laughs> touching anything you know, no uh-huh. or anything so shock them uh begin chest compressions again and uh by this time so my second uh, set of chest impressions. The medic, I can hear him walking uh, ramp and he's oh, like, yeah. What are you, mind workers, kind of, you know, what are you guys doing in here? And uh, as he turned the corner and saw what was going on, he, you know, it wasn't like he wasn't, you know, amazed or anything. He just kind of was yeah. like, Okay, oh, hey, you're doing good. You know, like everything's, everything's good. Just keep giving them chest compressions. And when the second cycle came on, it said shock advised. So another shock. And almost instantly after that second shock he went from like gray to a pink and you know he brought the color back so oh sweet until he woke up then or did he was he still yeah when the body is like shut off like that when they Mm -hmm. come kind of back there's a lot of weird things that go on right so Mm -hmm. you know it's basically like a restart of the computer it kind of takes a little while so yeah yeah You know, just trying to protect him from hurting anyone because, you know, arms are happening and he's trying to, you know, get up. And Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, he's still really not quite there yet. So, yeah, we load him up and ship him off to McKenzie. And he, uh, he, you know, we shipped him off with no teeth. (laughs) 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 And and no cell (laughs) phones. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, he ended up in... Vancouver with no teeth for like four days or something. And, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> when he came back to work, uh, COVID, it was actually oh. the first time that you know the crew was back together. So he came back to work the same time we all did. So it was yeah. uh, we you know, gave him a big hug and he gave me a big hug and we thanked each other and it would have been a really crappy day if things would have been differently. And, oh my god, yeah, and everyone was worried. I remember like everyone was wondering what's going on, like no one knew exactly what was going on, um, yeah. So I mean, it was it, like it finally happens. Bill had come on the radio and said, Look, uh, you know, he had I don't know if he said he had a heart attack, he said there was something wrong medically, but he's fine, yeah. I don't know if he actually said, I think he said he had a heart attack, or maybe he did tell us he had a heart attack and he's on his way to Vancouver, so we were all kind of like, Oh, good good to hear that he's still still alive but we hadn't even heard the story yet about you so yeah thanks for saving farmer's life even though you know yeah oh it was yeah yeah, even though he he's like (laughs) oh man now i gotta be alive some more (laughs) yeah jokingly he said that to me yeah Now i gotta be alive some more yeah and unfortunately i I broke a couple ribs uh yeah well i guess that that, that's a like uh something that happens lots of times right like you can't yeah to do the proper compressions i guess it's very very easy to uh to mm-hmm. break rib You're, you know over top of someone and pushing hard to get the heart so well like you... he told me he says i'd rather lost a couple of ribs and uh, and be alive than, and have my ribs intact and yeah then, you know put me in a fire yeah burn me up yeah yeah and uh this whole time while the, you know, the, it, it, the scene was going on and I was telling farmer, you know, you, you got this farmer you can pull through and mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I somehow knew that he was going to pull through, right? Like, it, yeah, it, it was one of those things that uh, you couldn't have time happened. to go. It, it couldn't have happened at a, you know, it was a shitty situation, but it couldn't have happened in a bare spot with the AED like right almost beside him. That's one of my best cartoons, too, I did you guys. Had, oh, that is, uh, yeah, that is an awesome cartoon. Him lying on the ground and then his ghost floating up to try to go to heaven, going towards yeah. the light, and he's got the smokes and popcorn because uh, Harold loves popcorn. Yeah. And I can't remember what else I put there, candy or something, because he liked candy. Bacon. Yeah, oh, bacon, that's what it was. Yeah. And uh, you grab him and you say, not yet. Not yeah. your time yet. I thought that was a that was a good one. I I put it together. I was quite happy with myself. I don't always smile at the cartoons I draw, but I did smile at that one. Yeah, it was yeah. No, the- I uh, I wanted to tell that story on this one for sure. That was a hundred percent. Yeah, that. Uh, that, that I wanted the- to tell that story. That's a pretty that's a pretty good story. Like yeah, you can do that once in your life. You know, save somebody from, yeah. from you know the being pretty damn close to being dead that uh, or being dead. Yeah. Uh, you know that's something big in your life you save somebody's life it's a oh, pretty yeah. good Jim. Yeah. pretty good
1: yeah I, then i sang
0: then i sang the hero song to you you know you did you yeah did. Well, so i go, like, oh, I, I want a hero yeah <laughs> <laughs> holding up for a hero yeah <laughs> so no that's uh that was quite funny i thought but uh, i'm always funny you know you what i mean yeah. this is what i'm here for me yeah. and you jim funny exactly yes i guess we better probably end this podcast we're 46 minutes into Holy this Jesus. 40 almost 47 to... minutes and i'm You're not even just... done yet but we I probably don't... should end it uh, you should probably go to bed yeah we should probably we gotta... do a part two though we could do a part two jim we could we could talk about the movies we like or uh something like that Yeah, some borat and some... yeah borat because me and you always do the borat uh... <laughs> we could do a whole interview of Borat. yeah we could <laughs> That <laughs> freaking I laughed so frigging hard at that movie. And the first time I seen it, I'm like, what the shit? I can't remember who rented it. One of the kids rented it. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this at first? And then I was laughing and laughing. Yeah. <laughs> or like our Will Fer- like I like all the Will Ferrell movies. He's good. I also like um like Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. And I like all that kind of comedy too, so I'd yeah. like to, I don't know if you're into the Young Frank Steiner. Again, I'm a little older than you. Yeah, it's Mel uh, uh, Brooks. A little bit beyond my uh, my range, but you uh, should watch. You should watch Blazing Saddles once, and I don't know if you have. I will. I will watch it once. But you should because you'll want to watch it again because it's. But it's incredibly racist. Oh, okay. incredibly! Like there's no way in hell they could make that movie today. Yeah. Incredibly racist. Yeah. But yeah, Jim, this was, a, this was a good interview, I think. I hope that everyone enjoyed it. Uh, Jim's quite a character, so I thought, hey, let's do Jim. And also, Jim's the only one that said, hey, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Fuck yeah. Because I've, I've asked quite a bit of people, and they're they're always busy. They're probably sick and tired of you know me telling them, hey, or I text them, and they're like, oh, no, Dave's going to want me to get me on the podcast. It, it's, uh, you know what? It's good to have a chit-chat. We don't do this anymore, right? Well, this is it, and you know it's—it's it's just too. People are like, "Oh, what am I going to do on the pod? What am I going to say?" I said, "Well, you—you you even said, what are we going to say?'" And yeah, we've done forty-eight minutes. It's just a phone call. It's just—it's like talking, Talk to about, guys. Talking to a girlfriend on the phone, but actually, we use words. Right? That's right. You don't go, "Hey, can you send me some pics, uh, baby?" <laughs> uh, yeah, or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that that would happen. No, nope. my wife never sends me those pictures anymore. No. <laughs> She's like, you've seen everything. I'm like, oh come on, just one picture. Like, just one something. Yeah. Anything. Like, one of your fingernails. I don't really care anymore. <laughs> Show me a body part. You know? Eyelash. Yeah, yeah. An eyelash. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, I like to see a good eyelash. <laughs> All right, Jim. Well, I'll see you in the morning. And uh, don't work too hard tomorrow, okay? I like to slow down. I think you're driving up <laughs> and down, driving places waving oh, yeah today was just a crazy day yeah yeah well yeah wow. we got that blast and uh, didn't not much of a blast though eh uh it was it was a big bigger blast with just a smaller pattern right so yeah it wasn't a very big pattern at all like when i came down i'm like where the hell was the blast yeah yeah it was kind of tucked away so like yeah it's every, every time they have a blast it's kind of nice to see your work blow up right So i want to see things blow up blow up real big real big like i like to see rocks flying in the air that's what i like to see <laughs> And yes. then you see one rock go like 4,000 feet in the air. And like, whoa, where's that going? <laughs> and you know, it's far away. And if you can see it, you know it's big. Like It's big. Yeah. There's even rocks when I drive up on the road. Like, I'll be driving up the road on my in my grader. Uh, and I'll see a rock. And I'm like, oh, that's not very big. But I should get it off the road. By the time you get to it, it's like, Jeez. you know, the size of like four softballs. Yeah. Yeah. One that you actually can't physically pick up. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So that's like, that's how. And so if you can see a boulder from that far away from beyond the, the line. Yeah. You know, it's a big rock that's flying through the air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jim is going forever. I better end this right yeah. now. All uh, right. This has been my podcast. You ever been told to shut up, Jim? Probably. eh? Uh, Maybe, maybe a few times. Yeah. Yeah, I the thing I like to end with if I can. So. I think a shifter told uh, both of us actually one time. To yeah. Shut up. To shut your mouths. Yeah. Yes, I usually be told <laughs> shut up once a day at least. <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot, Jim, for coming on, and yeah, hopefully we we uh, hear from you again. We got lots of stories, I'm sure. Oh yes. All right. All right, right you Have Dave, a good one, a Jim. Pleasure. Yeah. You too, man. Have a good one. Okay. Yeah. Right. Good